What it do? Hey. How you doing? I'm good. We just chilling, getting ready, you guys. A little early, but currently right now I'm editing um, one of the promos for my Get It Done EP that's coming out April 20th, 2018. Very, very excited. Put a lot of good work into this project and I think everybody's gonna love it so I hope you guys are all grabbing your favorite strain right now hope you're grabbing your glass because I know that I have mine I'm sipping on some Chardonnay of course and I'm kind of digging the whole yellow tail brand you know that 13.5 does something for me (laughs) I know you guys don't want to just sit here and listen to me all the time and so last week we got to chop it up with stylists so I figured I'd bring him back. And then after I talked to Stylus, I figured I'd add a couple more people who you all would love as well. So I have someone who is dear and near to me. She is my sister, damn near my twin sister, Dorothy, otherwise known as Outrageous Thoughts and Questions. And you can follow her channel here on Anchor. You can find her on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Outrage Us, that's O-U-T-R-A-G-E-U-S, thoughts and A-N-D questions. Mm. And then we also have Creative Bully. He's going to be joining us shortly as we just, you know, get into the mood. So, Dorothy, Mm. welcome to Cannabis and Chardonnay. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing all right. How's everything? Pretty good. Stylist, how you feeling over there? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good stuff, good stuff. So how's your day going, girl? You rolling up your joint? We got our joint rolled up, but you know we're going to need at least two for this show because... You know I got my two right here in the corner. Girl, <laughs> you know there's so much stuff going on right now. I, I think we need to let the people know what we're going to be talking about because I know that they're going to want to chime in. And by any yes. you know, people, feel free to chime in. Eventually, I'm going to you know and setting things up but i mean jeez girl like the tea is piping hot that is it that i is had to roll it up and smoke it okay. bitch. it's dried out no, i couldn't even sip it <laughs> how you feeling these days i'm feeling great just you know taking it easy trying to get a lot of work done i feel you i feel you girl I'm just like, oh, I'm so antsy on what's going down, girl. There's just so much going on that. I oof. know. I mean, All from pop- scandal. I know. Like, scandal, Shonda Rhimes about to end, right? <laughs> while, the word be- while the real scandals of the world okay. begin. She's definitely was in the White House at the wrong time. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, we had the good president. Okay. It was giving us a forewarning of the effed up president Listen. that was to come. They voted for him. <laughs> Ooh, and we gonna talk about that tonight. <laughs> Stylus, you quiet over there. What's going on with you? Not that much. I'm just vibing now, listening to all this feminine energy, soaking it up. You know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, you don't like feminine energy? Feminine uh, energy. Uh, that sounds like. Uh, feminine energy. <laughs> that yes. sounds like. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like we need to give the people some intro music because I forgot to show them love like that. So 
once again, I know last week I got to give y'all a little taste of my song, Get It Done. And I figured I'd give you another taste because, you know, it's coming out and you probably want to know what to expect. So this is Get It Done. Take a listen. I feel like I need to give it some volume. Yeah, I'm about to get that. You know what? Run that back. But now, you know what? When my sister hears this song, she's going to know. Because we grew up in the music industry. A lot of y'all don't know. Outrageous over here. She is one of the dopest MCs in the planet period and and you heard it from my mouth and i'm not just saying it because it's my sister i'm saying it because it's who she is she was writing bars at like five years old chicken, <laughs> chicken. my honey child girl man oh we got our boy creative bully in the building tonight creative bully how you feeling yo what's going on man Yo, did Anchor, like, just quit everything and just start this? Because I can't find none of my old information. <laughs> yeah, it just starts. It just starts. We're here. We're live in the room. But, like, before we get into it, I just kind of give us all a chance to, like, grab your favorite strain, grab your glass, pour yourself some wine, and just unwind with us. Because shit is real these days, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We were just introducing ourselves. Creative Bully, tell the people who you be. What up, world? It's your boy, the Creative Bully, a.k.a. Two Watches at a Time, so you know what time it is, a.k.a. The Prince of Wakanda, a.k.a. (laughs) Get it. Work work hard or starve harder. Let's get it. All right. Wait, you said work hard or starve, or starve harder? harder? I ain't yeah. never heard nothing like that. Where'd you get that from? What made oh, I got that? a, I got a like a two page list of AKAs. So <laughs> I just, I just freestyle them. And y'all wouldn't even know this, but I'm gonna put him on blast. He don't even smoke cannabis, y'all. He just naturally blessed with the creativity. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all thought I was gonna nice. see a bunch of stoners just sitting around smoking weed, drinking. <laughs> talking, talking shit about people no we're here to really give our opinions because you know what we are people of a certain age we got a little bit of everything here we got some masculine energy here with stylists yo 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 what's that we have masculine energy with creative bully what up what up and then we have feminine queen energy from my girl dorothy outrageous. Hey, hey, hey. and then of course myself i'm crazy she is New Day. That's me. So tonight, y'all, we have an interesting, interesting, interesting show for you. Because I don't know about y'all, but I have kind of had this little mini addiction to television. And I think it started with This Is Us Season 1. But I was really <laughs> supposed to be on a hiatus because Shonda was not in Season uh, 13 of Grey's Anatomy yet. So I was really supposed to be, like, doing real shit out in the world, living my life. But I got <laughs> pulled in. Do y'all feel that? Do you feel me? <laughs> I did. I would just be sitting home on the couch with a bottle, well, two bottles or so, 
on the couch just watching TV. And I, I even tried to convince myself I was studying because I'm a writer. Because <laughs> mm. I'm a writer, you see, it's, it's our job, right, Silas? Because Silas was there. It's definitely a job. And I, I saw it for myself. I was a witness. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to understand this as a man. <laughs> And I'm just coming in like, but from an artist's perspective, I do see what you're saying, you know, because the more I got to watch it, I got to see like the climax and just those, those mysteries. And it, it, I was like, okay, I need to rethink. AKA he watching. cried when um, the father no died. Tears. No tears. <laughs> he said no oh, tears. <laughs> when William died, it wasn't right. <laughs> Yeah, it really, you could get sucked up in it. Yeah, they're great writers. I can say that. Creative Bully, I be watching your Facebook post when you be talking about This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. They be catching me. <laughs> he said they be catching me. I mean, I'm so sorry, guys. I do not watch This Is Us. Get off this call. <laughs> you don't belong wait, here. Wait, no, don't get, you don't belong here. No, it's all good. All you got to do is watch episode one. I just, I, I can't. Season one, episode one. I know, but. I'm going to need you to get your binge TV watching game I'd up. rather watch Animal Planet. Like, Wow, wow. I mean, what else? What other kind of shows are y'all watching? Creative, what kind of show are you in? Like, what other shows are you into that are, you know, molding you and shaping you? Are you just lazy like me and you just want to be watching TV and don't do nothing? Um, I pretty much watch. Shoot, I'm watching everything. Y'all watch The Shy? (laughs) I watch The Shy. Yeah. And oh my. Yo, Papa? Yes. Yeah. I love he, Mr. Papa. <laughs> I love Papa. Oh my gosh. I love the fact that it's written by a black sister though. Real talk. And I love that she's out of the box. I would have never expected the person who wrote it and you know, who got that story, those stories out there, out there because a lot of people try to play with that idea, you know, of the shy rack and all this stuff mm-hmm. like with he did, but it wasn't his film like more satire though. The his shy was more satire. Yeah, it was. Right? It was trash to me. I didn't even see it because I wasn't even. Once I read all the articles and was watching the media, I was like, um. <laughs> it felt like it uh, felt it, like he just got everybody on set, and then he was just as the mm-hmm. idea came in his head, he's like, okay, okay, this is what we're gonna do. That's how the whole movie looked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You know what? <laughs> like, I should do. not be co-hosting with you. I, I, I started thinking, what's that movie called? Tangle. Tangle? Like, it felt like a Disney. <laughs> really, Tron? That is over here. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like, Disney I, Tangle. I, like, I've met, like, Nick Cannon and stuff like that, and it's, I've seen his 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 work, and I admire what he does because you know successful patterns, you know yeah. those are those are great habits. Uh, but he just didn't. That wasn't the movie that got me for his yeah. Work. Yeah, because you came from all these great like he got game and you know. Um, what was the, what was his uh first his breakout movie? Do the right thing. 
No, I'm not even talking about. I'm not talking about Spike because Spike, at the end of the day, like, are you talking about Drumline? I'm switching. Drumline? Yeah, Drumline. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about Nick Cannon because, like, he he's a dope actor <laughs> for what he does. He's had his show, and Spike is a dope director. Nick Cannon so just... is a shitty. I actor. thought we were talking about Spike. <laughs> and I don't want to ever hear you blaspheme on this show again. <laughs> I was talking about the entire production. Like, so when, when I, when I think of like a movie, I think about the director, I think about the script writer, the producer, then I also think about the actor and, and, you know, we follow a lot of actors. So, you know, those who are involved in the acting scene and things like that. So you get to see, okay, where they come from, their back history, what the collaboration was about, and what can we take from this collaboration? Mm. How did it really affect you? Well, and what was it? I like to break stuff down. Yeah. That's all. Well, can you break down and pour me a glass? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, you know something? I... The court. <laughs> No, you raised some good points, but y'all, let's get into tonight's conversation because I know the first main hot topic that's on everybody's mind is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, is Love and Hip Hop Miami, because everybody wants to know how the fuck did Amara La Negra get all that damn for publicity? For no reason. She was for no reason, star. right? You I mean, you mean how did she get all that publicity for absolutely no reason? Oh, okay. Hey, all right. Hey. That's just one topic, right? The next topic we're going to be hitting on is Facebook elected y'all's dumbass. And didn't president. elect me. I ran. <laughs> no, let me tell you. Did you hear the controversy? So apparently Facebook is in hot water because it's been uh, outed that they somehow got access to data and they provided that data to the Trump camp. Mm. What kind of data? Bitch, that's what Google's for. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, we gonna get brought it that. We gotta say this. All right, what? this is a brief commercial. Um, when Googling, Google with care. <laughs> no, you're stupid. Nah, no, seriously. So I'm not Googling you know, that gonna, shit. Gonna, gonna get... <clears throat> they won't be at my fucking house. <laughs> yes. And then we're also gonna talk about how powerful our millennial superstars are and are becoming because I heard a rumor that Rihanna low-key single-handedly shut down Snapchat. Like, they lost millions of followers within moments after a tweet. Uh, Wait, they did, excuse <laughs> they me. Did... How many fans does Rihanna actually have? Did we do, like, a... Probably, like, 20 okay, million. So like, really? And how many people actually use Snapchat? Because it's only... Listen, I came out of the closet as a Rihanna fan <laughs> many years ago. And I'm not ashamed, okay? I'm not a part of the Navy yet, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if there's, like, 20 million people in her Navy, like, fuck them. <laughs> the rest of us are still using Snap. <laughs> but 20 million, like, but let's, let's, let's just think about this for just a moment. And I'm not going to even go too deep quite yet. 20 million people, that's a dent, though. That's it not really like, is. <laughs> like about $5, but you know. Look at it. This isn't the first time she actually shut down the social media. She had, I think it was on her Snapchat. It was some controversy years ago when she did that uh, that cover page. Oh, that's why she said it's not her, my favorite her, platform. Her breasts were, 
Yeah, they shut that down too. Uh, I don't know. Well, we can Looks like Rihanna just doesn't like for people to tell the truth about her little ass. Yeah, we don't that. And then another thing I wanted to talk about is marijuana, because that's what this show is essentially around. You know, we all get high and we want to talk about shit and be all opinionated. So. I want to talk about what's popping in cannabis news as of late. So I think we should roll the dice and kind of just say for my fellow hosts, what topic would you like to dive into tonight first? Well, do we really have dice? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can pretend. Here, yeah, I rolled it. It says seven. Oh, uh, that is so unfair. <laughs> Need 11. Need 11. <laughs> Let's see. Since you had words for Rihanna, <laughs> let's go into that. <laughs> Can we get into it? So, the news reports, and I Google, <clears throat> bear with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, like, who really gets a newspaper anymore? Creative, do you get a newspaper? Um, Actually, I just picked, no, I don't get one. <laughs> Dorothy, do you get a newspaper? I don't like the news. <laughs> I'm like I don't watch the news either. Let me not. Let me not lie. Like they're gonna cancel school. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to we're gonna go with Rolling Out because I love that publication. Personally, according to Rolling Out magazine, <clears throat> do y'all mind if I talk in my fake ass English accent? That's probably no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Rihanna not just snatch or oh, oh what the fuck. See, every website has those pop-ups. Listen, I want I, I like that they're they're publicizing backwards. It says always true. Hey, hey, backwards. Shout out to the backward users. Shout out to the raw paper users. Shout I use out backwards. to dabbers. Shout out to you everybody know, in, et the, in the culture. Frontal thing. Frontal thing. Ah frontal thing. After Snapchat ran a repellent ad on its platform that frequently marked domestic violence, and then Rihanna came and peeled off Snapchat's scalp with a withering rebuke. Snapchat shares dropped as much as 5% CNBC reports. (laughs) This means... (laughs) This means the Snapchat app lost in market capitalization somewhere in the target range of 600 what the mm. six million do- dollars to one billion now snapchat i know you already know you ain't my fave app out there rihanna begin as she fired up the blow Ooh, the blow switch <laughs> hey dabbing no but i'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess i'd love to call it ignorance but i know you know i ain't that dumb Let's call the singer said on instagram well, this is what the ad said because I'm about to laugh. I'm sorry, I am the most ignorant ass person at times, and I'm not ashamed it's coming Friday. out the closet. No, it's Tuesday. It's Friday <laughs> every day for us. Yes, we'll talk about entrepreneurship next week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but like, fucking, all right. So the, the the ad said, "Would you rather slap Rihanna or punch?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy on the track. <laughs> I said, 
I have to be honest. I'm being 100%. Did any of you yeah, see seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. What did you think it was when you first saw it, Kriya? I thought that was crazy. Like, who made that decision? You said you thought it was a crazy yeah, decision? Yeah, like, who okayed that? Because <laughs> they're funny as fuck, too. <laughs> it was like the coolest movie in the jungle. <laughs> like, I don't think nobody got no gatekeepers anymore. <laughs> Man. It's true. It was like a it was like a swipe up advertisement. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like and you know in your filters. Yeah. In your filters? <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Like so what do you feel about that? Do you think that people should be making light of domestic violence? First of all, I don't I just personally in my own fucked up head think the shit was funny. They were making a joke. And I feel like the bitch is taking it too far. I mean, I don't love him any less, but it's like, bitch, come on. They were making a joke. Every comedian talked about that shit. Did you tell people not to listen to them tell jokes anymore, bitch? Yeah, but she didn't have that much power at the time. She was still only in the first or second album. She was a girl gone good, though. You're still friends with everybody that made a joke about it. And it bothers you this bad. You know, I just feel like she's forcing it. Just my personal mm. opinion. And I mean, maybe it was a little bit insensitive, but this is a free fucking country. She says what she wants to say about what the fuck ever. She shows her ass whenever she wants to show it. <clears throat> yeah, and her titties. Is it really a free country? I mean, you know what I mean. I know you, I know. I know. But no, it's not. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that next week, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Creative, what's your thought on the whole process? What do you think? Um, well, personally, I don't care about either one of them, but mm-hmm. I, I could see if I was the one getting punched in the face, how I'd be mad. Because <laughs> yeah. Chris Brown didn't say I mean, nothing. I mean. So, so, he, so he telling us right there he wanted to fight. <laughs> I mean, I think he just point. thinks that it was funny too, because he took he's still <laughs> taking scrutiny about that shit. I and know. I just feel like, That's... and this will be another topic now. <laughs> bitches are gonna bitches <laughs> are gonna hit me all over the world now. <laughs> first things first, they were kids. They were young kids. Yeah, and we don't know what the fuck happened that night and the bitch probably hit him first because as a female I done hit a couple of dudes first and <laughs> I didn't get upset that's real that's real though and let's get into that because I am someone too who has experienced domestic violence and I've initiated like I've initiated some things um I don't think I've ever felt like a victim in a circumstance because I feel the need to like defend myself and fight back. But like when is enough enough for a man? Like if a woman starts to hit a man and stylist and creative, this is for you. Like if a woman hits you, what should your response be? Like what should you do? Me personally, I'm gonna just uh get away because I'm tough and I feel like anything she throw at me or anything she anytime she hit me, it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt. Um, I had this this Spanish chick come at me. Well, she wasn't really coming at me. What had happened was I was at my homeboy's house, and he was messing with two girls at one time. 
She came, knocked on the door, see the other girl. Everything went crazy. She didn't speak no English. She grabbed a knife. She was coming at everybody. Ooh. I was like, okay, this right here, I grabbed the chair. I was like, yo, if you don't get her, the chair is no, it's WWF time. You motherfucking wow. right. But, <laughs> but other than like something like that with a knife, I feel like I could just get out the situation. Wow. Once yeah. again, every bitch in America is probably going to hate me. <laughs> Why? Because my firm belief is that no man should just hit a female first. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't believe in that. But I'm telling you, I am a firm believer in if that bitch hits you, <laughs> that bitch back. I mean, if you hit a man, then you felt like you could win at some point, bitch, and now y'all have to see. Don't go crying <laughs> the And the same goes for a man if he hits a woman first and it just so happens that she whoops his ass. <laughs> Which we saw a lot of Facebook yeah. about that. But you want to know something? I haven't been, like I said, like in the side of initiating and not initiating, but sometimes feeling like I'm too strong of a woman to play the victim. I read something on Facebook last night that just it shook my it shook my core. And I don't even I think the reason why I paid attention to it is because my hairstylist, she reposted it because she knew the girl. She was from Compton. California young girl real story I don't really know what her name was I can't remember it at this moment but disclosure she basically was in an abusive relationship but she was a positive enough person she was also a model very beautiful young lady and known to a lot of people they respected her they liked her and she was starting to excel she has an argument with her boyfriend she calls 911 they replay the 911 call the 911 call basically says Hi, how can I help you? And she's like, hi, yes, I'd like to order a pizza. And he's like, um, ma'am, you do know that you're calling 911. She goes, yes, I'd like to have it with half pepperoni and half cheese. And he's like, are you in a position where you can't talk? And she's like, mm-hmm, yes. And he's like, is the person that you're with with you right now? She's like, yep, mm-hmm. And so, like, she was <clears throat> basically giving a signal to the police, like, yo, this nigga's about to kill me or this person's about to kill me. And you can hear that in her voice in the most subtle of, 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 like, the subtlest of ways. And that's when it became, like, real. And so the report goes in the news that basically the police came, found her unconscious, unconscious. she got to the uh, hospital and died on arrival. And she was 25 years old. And then they immediately arrested the boyfriend, of course, because he was abusing her. And you just started to see this outpour and this outcry of why didn't anybody say anything? And domestic violence is never cool. And then I I, I saw myself like, yo, I have been a girl who has been angry and hit a guy. And maybe I depended on him to be strong and or not. But when is... When do we learn skills to sharpen us to where we don't respond physically because you don't know how crazy somebody else is? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just thinking to myself, like, yo, I understand how maybe maybe Rihanna felt like the victim in that situation when her and Chris Brown had whatever kind of altercation that they had, whether she initiated or he initiated. And maybe she thought like, well, I'm a woman, he's stronger. And he obviously knows that me hitting him doesn't hurt. So let me just 
hit him. But for him, he's like, yo, I grew up watching this kind of a dominance and I know how to exercise myself this way because I ain't going to be played out by no female. You know what I mean? Men have different, different things. I once dated a guy who did not like the fact that I was independent, liked to work, wanted to have a career. He just wanted a housewife to be his secretary. And he told me that. I just want you to be my my assistant. I'm like, I don't even know anything about architecture. The fuck am I doing with you in architecture? So my whole thing is like, Domestic violence is a real, real thing. And, and if you're not compatible with someone, you need to just move on because it's not worth your life. Yes. Well, the thing is, I'm sorry for no, 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 you butting in. I just have an opinion. Please, based upon, like Behavioral science and the psychology of life. Now, I don't, you know, I don't have a PhD, but I have field experience because I do dive in deep to understand the human experience mm-hmm. on both levels, you know. So when I look at that, I'm just like, well, it's an option. There's a physical, then there's the spiritual. Mm-hmm. And where the physical, you see the bruising, the battery and all that what really caused it you know there's always trauma behind sparks Mm -hmm. triggers triggers that spark things so yeah you're right we don't know the back history to it i don't believe in domestic battery Mm -hmm. because it's very like oh we know (laughs) human it it all boils down to human instinct and survival yes you know what i mean and and when a person has trauma that taps into their survival method Mm-hmm. And then in survival, it's like uh, survival of the fittest. Pretty much. So at the end of the day, whatever that person's going through, if they can't verbally express it, then it always will lead to physical until they tap in to what's really bothering them in learning the proper communication process of just saying, hey, I don't understand what you're saying or, Use hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> but But in a celebrity world, celebrity world i don't know if they were intoxicated i don't know the detail to what transpired but i do know uh in a like in opposition to rihanna's part uh chris brown recently he um actually released a documentary when he released his i think it's heartbreak on the full moon his last album which was like 40 records. He also, he admitted to, you know, the Rihanna situation in his documentary. And he also said, hey, I was really trying to escape. Everyone has their side. And I think it's really more so just coming to a common ground and saying, okay, this was my side. All right, but then this was my side, like A and B the situation. And then you really get to see where you both went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up in Chris Brown's body. <laughs> nah, I think that, like, I think that for for her, she went through a triggering experience, just like you said, because she saw it, she felt some kind of way, and then she used her power. Like, she literally just said they made a, she made a six hundred million dollar dent, almost to a billion dollar dent. That's crazy. That's, that's yeah. That's that's a voice right there. When you when you get past a hundred. Or two hundred million. That's when you know certain people who have stake in the country start to pay attention. And so for me, that says a lot. So she basically shut down Snapchat. 
like and and really cause the financial debt in their market and that happened five days ago so kudos to you riri like you're doing your thing uh i hope that you use you continue to use your voice you know to speak out against things from a pure place which i'm sure you're doing i hope uh, you use it to sing something for real (laughs) <laughs> so stupid. And speaking of other social media platforms, so uh, apparently Facebook is under fire because it's been leaked, like we said before, that they basically gave the Trump uh, the Trump administration people's data during uh, the campaigning. How do y'all feel like uh, about the president? And I already know that, <laughs> but how do y'all feel about Facebook giving your information to people without you knowing? Mm. Well, that's the bottom line. First, we roll in the dice. I mean, let's get a dice roll. I hope he gave Trump all those dick pics men keep putting in my inbox. (laughs) 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 No, like, I think that's a real thing because when you think about how powerful social media is and how influential a freaking starting a fucking free page could be and having a little, like, at least $50 to advertise yourself, how powerful that could be, and the data that people are investing in you and how you can misuse that fucking data. And, like, let's really talk about that. I have a a thing about downloading uh, instant messenger (laughs) on fucking my phone. I get all paranoid and shit. Like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, shout out to uh, Snowden. Edward Snowden. Because of him, my... Freaking computer stays blocked. Every camera in my house stays covered. Um, I got a question. You just gonna give yes. up all that info? Yes, question. Yes. All right. I believe our data is already out there everywhere. Like we've already put it out there. We can't uh, bring it back. So what? How can it really hurt us? Well, there's an answer. Is that rhetorical? No, I'm being serious. <laughs> like. Okay, so let's talk about how it can hurt us. So when you let's like let's take the word data in itself and break that down to the root word, which is mm-hmm. date, right? And what does date mean to collect information, mm-hmm. to monitor mm-hmm. history? So if people know what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and or if they have certain data of yours, they're starting to track your behavior. And they're going to use that against you. And against you means just to get your money because you have to understand they want slaves. They don't even care about you if you're not healthy, strong, and can't be utilized for their workforce to add into this society, which is the world. So it's like it's the survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. Can you contribute to society? Are you a producer or are you a consumer? So they want to know who the fuck you are without necessarily being in your house with a camera. And we tell them what they are. I remember the first day I I looked at my iPhone. I think I was a little bit stoned. And I just was like, yo, this iPhone, I pay like $700 for this shit. Why is this so great? So I started going through every app on my phone and figuring shit out. There's this health app that's now on our Mm. iPhone. It will tell you every place that you've been, how many steps you take per day, fucking how long you stay, where you stay. It's to the point where my Uber calculates where it thinks I'm going to go based on certain days only. Well, you know, the phone itself, you can go in and turn off that feature to where it collects all of your data. Yeah, some some apps you can turn it off. You're right. You can turn it off on the whole phone. Oh, really? Word. I need to figure that out. Because your phone, 
right now, if you didn't turn it off, your phone mm-hmm. right now can tell you every single place that you went. Exactly. That's the sad part. And so, creative, mm-hmm. to answer your question. And you can see it. And someone video, else can yes. see it. Like, yes. The problem These hackers, your phone, yeah, yeah. You can have three different creative bullies around the freaking planet Earth sometimes because of the access of information. And all of this is what it's really pushing is to get people chipped up. Is to get people. <laughs> it is. They, they try to like, they already tried it with Bitcoin. They wanted to see how many people would invest into Bitcoin and believe <laughs> that you become a fucking millionaire. <laughs> It was like a real life Sim game, you know. The Sims. Yeah. Remember the first Sims when people figured out how to get their Sims mad money to build better houses in the very first Sims game that ever fucking came out. And so with that Sim game, everybody was given the code to break the code to get the money to build the Sims. And so finally, the, the creative game was like, mm, let me create another one. Round two. Here's some other shit, and it's a little bit more harder, and you have to be more active. And what they were really doing was just eating up people's times. That's it. Eating up people's time. And if you, if they have your time, they have your attention. And if they can prove to the people who see the data that they have, people are spending this much time playing our game. So now we can introduce paid advertising where now they have fucking pop-ups and shit. And if people don't want pop-ups, we can charge them more money to get rid of the pop-ups. And then we can introduce customized avatars on a whole nother level where they can have Gucci and Prada. Why the fuck are you going to pay like $30, $20 for your avatar to have a fucking Gucci shirt? (laughs) I'm just saying. But all they're doing is they're just playing on how stupid they think people are. But I'm yeah, a hippie. And- I'm a hippie. I believe in the human spirit. And I believe the human spirit is a lot stronger than they give us credit for because they keep us dumbed down with the, the television shows. Yeah, like do. the love and hip-hops and shit like that. What like, is dumbed down? Dumbed down means they keep us operating on a low frequency where we can't rise above what we see before our eyes. Well, so we're, we're all at work, clothing, and getting bikes. laid. Would you say, would you say, um, outrageous? I said, like, we're all avatars. In their minds, yes. We're all really avatars. Mm-hmm. We're all just pedaling bikes. It is so true. And they keep us dumbed down. And that leads us right into our next segue the love and hip hops. Okay. Atlanta and Miami. You know what I mean? I have to admit, I've seen every episode. You know what? Let me just, if we're going to talk about Love and Hip Hop Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, do you watch Love and Hip Hop Creative? No, nah, I tried, but my head started hurting, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, when. Uh, I used to watch it because I like the hair, like the wigs and stuff, but then they've been having some bad hairstyles. Yeah. Here. And also, I'm not really, I watch it, and, but you know what really upsets me about reality TV is that it's not really reality. I know. I'm a producer for reality shows. I know. (laughs) On top of the fact that these people are looking so stupid with the shit that they're doing. And they don't realize that they're exploiting the shit out of themselves and they're living up to every stereotype ever made about everyone in a home. Outrageous. 
Why do people watch? You know why people watch? Because people I... don't have anything better to do than yeah. there's some people that don't watch. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. say this. People don't have anything better to do than sit around and watch people doing things that they want to keep up with. Voyeurism. And if these people don't have any money. These I know. people don't have any money. They, ca- and, they collect after checks. We'll and this is what people don't realize. That they wouldn't even be doing this shit if they were really this famous superstar that everybody loves like that. Exactly. And on top of the fact that people like drama. Mm-hmm. And of course people want to see it and they have something to talk about and they're living up to all these you you see the things that they copy. The reality TV is how they're branding everything, and they're yeah. making you buy it. They put something on somebody. Mm-hmm. Look, what Burlington is even Burlington Coat Factory or Burlington even has these reality TV show stars doing commercials for them now. Nobody wanted really? to at Burlington. <laughs> it was the cheapest place to shop. Now it's a good thing to shop there. They're gonna make some money because they put it on these reality show people. Yeah, but do they, mm. they they think that the the that the audience is low income? Of course they do. That's what they're targeting with the whole show. Why are they actually low income? That's what they're, they're targeting. In- huh. Well, I I I see what all of you are saying. I from my perspective, I, I take myself outside of the bubble and then I say, okay, are do we like drama? Or is it that all we see is drama, so we emulate it by subconscious nature? Listen, people, it's what I'm trying to say is they geared it towards the colored community, black people, so it's all t- people of color. And for this reason, if you look on reality TV, what are most of the people? Black. And they're making yeah. a damn fool out of themselves. Look at them. They're not white. You're not looking at white people. When did you watch Jersey Shore? <laughs> when did you watch Jersey Shore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have a special coming out too, by the way. You understand? So, they, they targeted you. <laughs> they knew you would sit down and watch it. And that's where their ratings come from. How many people are watching it at once and every ignorant black stupid ass is watching somebody else black make a damn fool out of themselves. And then they go on social media and they talk about it mm-hmm. like they're that much better than that person. AKA black Twitter. I'm not even trying to wait like rage war, but I know that the whole black Twitter came up out of that where it was like a slew of black people basically focusing on the negative aspects of everything that was in media, period. <laughs> but it was comical and whimsical and cutting edge. Whimsical. Yeah. And the the what look what's look at a whole show. Love and Hip Hop has a couple of uh what New York, Hollywood, New York, Atlanta, Atlanta. Miami. Okay, and now they have Miami. Which is totally geared towards the gays. Okay. Like, this whole, everybody's coming out. 
is basically geared towards uh, the gays. Not that this is a bad thing, but this is what they're promoting in that particular. Why do you think? Because everybody was gay. Out there? coming out. In the in the in the whole season. Well, in the season, I I didn't really like partake too much into the season because I, you know, much like creative, like when I watch it, like the frequency just don't it interrupts me, so I just disconnect. You know what I mean? But sometimes I'll 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 catch myself watching it just to understand like what is going on in the world because the world is televised. You know, and this is what they want people to see. Do you know how many teenage kids believe whatever it is that they see on the television? And and well, they're believing it a lot more now that Black China's dating an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, that's scary. He made a whole video talking about yeah, I effed China, and yeah, when I when I'm done with her, I want to f you, camera lady. Come up behind that camera lady, and they're like, "How'd you meet her?" He's like, "Yeah, I met that hoe." Like literally saying those specific type of words. I'm not even exaggerating. Dang. Um, yes, y'all didn't see the video. Mm-mm. Listen, is that the thing she was fucking in that sex tape? No, that was the other thing. This is a new thing, the 18 oh. year old thing. Oh yeah, she is doing it with somebody's young son. Girl, <laughs> this but. is a lot. She just had Rob Kardashian's child, right? Yeah, and this is like, see what I'm saying? And this is a black it's woman. Like a baby. And do you hear our conversation? Like, our conversation is about how she's making a stone cold fool out of herself. The decision making is just, it could be adjusted and cleaned up. Mm. But is that the goal? Because you did say they like drama. I think she likes the attention. She Who does. Wants she caught out in public with an eighteen-year-old. She you does. He with a Bing Wing Wong. You take that eighteen-year-old with his Bing Wing Wong, and you do that in your privacy. She wing Wong. She wants to be caught outside with an eighteen-year-old because, at the end of the day, that's the only thing she can really do at this point in her life. Because I'm going to tell you something. If I was a man. I wouldn't stick my dick in her unless I was a young boy that wanted to get some points. Yeah. I don't care who she is. I wouldn't fuck her. (laughs) I mean, even when I used to date girls, I wouldn't fuck her either. Like, she's just not, her body's funny looking. She looks like a whole ant. (laughs) Queen ant. Like, I'm all set. All I know is that Kirk is the father. Yes, he is, but I knew that already. Can we talk about that? Like, okay, didn't we already know that last season? Yeah, but he's a fucking idiot. But didn't we already know that last season? Yeah, we did. You did. I didn't. I didn't watch last season. No, I'm just saying the whole world. Creator. The whole world knew it. Because that's his baby. Because he was fucking that girl. Because she... <laughs> You, you feel that feminine energy created? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even saying that he was doing it to the girl. I'm like, I'm just saying that it's like, why are those considered storylines? The whole world is saying, okay, that we already knew that, yes, he was the father. But why is the world getting on Rashida about, like, having a storyline? Like, has attention become 
Are, are people that hungry for attention yeah, that they're willing to exploit yourself. their business? Yeah, or exactly. Becoming it's, real. Right. Exploiting yourself brings money. When you allow people to see what's going on in your life, look, she needs to do it. She has a whole clothing store she just opened. She's doing it in the show. Like, all of this show is is to, to market them. But how much of your life should you be displaying? Like, creative, as your show grows, because you have your own show, and even outrageous, and even stylists, all of us, we all have platforms and businesses. As our businesses grow and opportunities come before us, how are we making these choices to go and expose our life for money? Like, is that even an option? Let's talk about that. Not for me. I don't feel like I want the whole world in my personal business. And I don't even really think I could put a dollar amount on that. Like, I don't want to be scrutinized and embarrassed and hiding from cameras and people knowing what's going on with me and embarrassing my kids. And I just don't want to do that. And I probably will be the person that they're like, that bitch is stupid. She turned down $5 million. She wouldn't do a reality show. I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't, not if it's based on my life being full of drama or the drama that's going on in my life. That's personal. And I don't want things that hurt me to be something people get a rise out of or that a network gets paid for. You're getting paid for my pain. I don't, I don't see where no and- I, but exactly. So, creator, if mm-hmm. you were given an opportunity and someone was like, "Listen, we want to put the cameras on you and follow you and whoop de whoop," what's your what's your take on this? I'm putting it all out there because I'm pushing a positive image, and that ain't really popular. So, I'm just gonna have a core fan group of fans anyway, mm-hmm. and everything is gonna be positivity. So, really, can't nothing hurt me. I respect that. So, I you plan on having creative control? Is what you're saying? Yeah. So if an opportunity comes where you don't have creative control, you would turn it down. Yeah, yeah, because I can't, I can't do nothing that I don't really do. Like you got to exactly. be authentic. And that's what I'm saying. They want to with the right into. price tag. Because let's talk about this though. Like I want to stir the pot. I want to play devil's advocate because I know we're all like minded and we all have integrity. So each of us stand in agreement with that. Like there's no price tag. I turned down multiple opportunities that came with price tags, but the cost was something I didn't want to pay. So I un- I understand that we all have our limits. But let's think about if if that $20 million, $50 million, $100 million deal came to our faces, hypothetically, because to these people, although they may be making one to five million, to them, that's that 50, 100 mil. So let's talk about that. For us, of people of integrity, let's talk about that opportunity that comes and says, name your number. All right, give us a scenario, though, like. A scenario. Yo, creative bully. I love your whole brand. You make original content, www.creativebully.com. You can view everything that they do. He has a podcast. He has a clothing line. He creates original content that uplifts people. As a person, he believes in positivity. He's active in life. Those are all of the attributes, and he has about 500,000 followers. That being said, a network is going to know that 1% of that 500,000 followers is going to spend money with you. What is 1% of 500,000? Do you know? I don't do math in public. 
let's just say at a minimum. Let's just say at a minimum, right? Let's just say at a minimum, it's fifty thousand people, right? Okay. Yeah. At a minimum, if a network believes that fifty thousand people will spend money with you, the cost of a movie nowadays is going rate fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and that's including concessions. So if fifty thousand people spend fifteen dollars with you, you're an instant millionaire. Mm-hmm. Because of that, they will now partner with you, give you media that will be get more money because publicity begets money, word of mouth, all of those things. But if people start hearing about you and then seeing you and keep hearing about you and seeing you, you're going to get notified real fast. And so that being acknowledged, they're going to come to you and they're going to be like, listen, because for them, it's about ownership of everything. Monopoly. It's not even about caring. It's like saying, I have the ability to cut this shit off. And so they want to come to you and they say, fine, here's your blank check. Remember that movie with the little kid? Yeah. He got a blank that check was a that was signed that was and he fucking lost his mind, but he found no happiness at the end. But who's to say that there is that, 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 that having no happiness is the end result? What if fucking happiness was the end result? And so let's talk about that moment where they come to you and they say, name your price. Every movie, I know all y'all watch movies, every movie that I've watched in the past five years, they've always had that crossroad moment where the person is approached by someone who signifies the devil. And the devil is like, name your price, whatever you want. And there's even a premonition before that scene where the person says, you know what? You're so good at what you do that the devil's going to come to you and he's going to offer you whatever you want. What you going to do? And the person always says, man, nah, man, I'm going to do some good shit. And what happens is we get Obama where (laughs) they give a motherfucker, I'm just saying, they give a motherfucker some notoriety, but they don't give him real power to enforce things that's really going to help people. They give him power to enforce agendas. And that's how I think about things. So for me, I'm so confident in my abilities and the in the God-given talents that I have and the, and the talents that I've cultivated and the things I've been responsible for that I know the devil's going to come again because he already came and I turned that down and I had to face some hard realities. You know what I mean? So what's something that I... I need to know what I need to something they're gonna come at me with, so I know if I'm gonna turn it down or not. It's not what they're gonna come at you with, it's more so what are you content with in life? What do you value? Right. That's what the, that's the conversation you have to have to yourself. Is if the world was offered to me, right? If the world was offered to me, what does that even mean to me? What do I value? What do I truly value? Because what I value will always trump what's offered to me. And so if I, if I value money because I feel that money buys everything, they can treat me just like a good Bitcoin. They can flip the script and say the American dollar is not even worth one cent of the American dollar, which means nothing to the English pound, to the Chinese yen, and to all of the other dollars that dominate the the markets right now because the American dollar is weak. And those are the type of things I think about. I think about what are you going to do when? What would happen if? What are you content with now? 
Do you like yourself enough to be happy with just you, your husband, and your family, and the few friends that God brings to your life? Are you happy with that? Is that enough for you? Where in a time where the world could get worse and we can't get access to money, but people have resources and they're willing to share their food and their clean water. If they have indoor plumbing, you could take a shower. If they have clean clothes or fucking know how to sew or materials, you have clothes in your back. You could. Those are the type of things I think about. And that's what cannabis and Chardonnay is all about. It's about looking at the shit, but still not taking life too serious, but, but also numbing yourself just a little bit to the pain of the reality when you can really see the truth, but still choosing to take that truth and persevere because each and every one of us have a purpose. That's why outrageously outrageous thoughts and questions is here because she asks those crazy questions and she wants, she says what's on her mind. That's why stylus is here. The original stylus. He believes in creating his reality cartoon matrix and shout out creative bully who says, you know what? I could do it all. I will do it all. And I'm coming in here like a bully where I'm dominating shit. Mm-hmm. Church. And then you have to see who she is New Day, who's just simply a storyteller. She is a voyeur. I'm a voyeur. I look and I look at everything and then I ponder. And then occasionally God will give me an opportunity to share some of the shit I know. Like I'll meet a person at a certain phase in their life where I have been and I'm able to share something about where they're going and how they can take it a little bit easier. You feel me? And so Mm. I see what my purpose is. My purpose is like, yo, just live life and do your best. Yes. Live your life and do your best. And if that's attractive to other people, so be it. But I'm not trying to be nobody's celebrity. I'm not trying to be your example. I'm not trying to be your role model. But Mm -mm. that doesn't give me permission to act a fool either. Mm -mm. You feel what I'm saying? It's just saying that I don't put myself above nothing. I just say that, God, if you're going to use me while I'm here, use me while I'm here. Because every day I'm asking what my purpose is, you know, but then my abilities come out and I'm like, okay, I know what I'm able to do. And I'm just aware that when the devil comes with that blank check, I know what what I value and uh, I value freedom and freedom doesn't always mean money. Mm -hmm. I would love that. It just doesn't for me. Like, I totally wanted to leave the industry alone. I ran away from the industry mm-hmm. for so many reasons. To keep my kids safe. To keep yep. them from being exploited. To keep them from being abused and used for money as well. And mm-hmm. I wanted them to have their own mind. When you grow up that way, when you're in the industry like that, your kids are forced to live that way. They're automatically being watched. People are automatically looking for what they're going to do, if they're going to be like you. And it's just a lot for them. I didn't want that for them. We went through a lot being and living in the industry mm-hmm. and seeing so many things and knowing so many people. It wasn't all, it wasn't all great. Nope. Mm. So, guys, thank you for tuning in with us. Y'all rock with us.
us for damn near an hour, and I love you for that. And you can tune in Tuesday nights. We always have some hot topics. You know, things get a little deep, but we always keep it light because I'm lit like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And before before we go, I just want to say that we've made a mistake and forgot to mention Dr. Thaddeus Matthews. Yo, the the cussing preacher. The cussing preacher. Oh my gosh. We'll have to talk about it. So next week, all right. So next week, let's talk about spirituality and culture, right? Because I am someone who has studied hermeneutics for about 14 years right now. Actually, no, that's a lie. 2005 to 2018, that's 13 years, right? Mm-hmm. So 13 years I studied hermeneutics mm-hmm. and hermeneutics is original script is scripture and it's original content and appropriating it to culture, why it was created and, and what it means according to when it was written and how we can take those principles to understand our relationship with our creator during our time. So that being said, Thaddeus reminds me slightly, 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 slightly as John the Baptist, because he was preaching in the wilderness, eating roaches <laughs> and locusts and stuff, and he was like damn near half naked, and you know, he was living in the forest preaching and doing him, and people were coming to him to get baptized. And so, in their day, that was radical. That was like, what? You going to the freaking wilderness, and you're gonna be eating, you know, defiled food, and like, you're gonna go to do... Exactly. To like, they were like, oh, my God, what? But he spoke to the culture in such a way, and he used to call them broods of snakes. When the, when the Pharisees came to them to him, he said, get away from me, you broods of snakes. That's like saying, motherfucker, get the fuck away from me, you dirty bitch. Like, it's, yeah. it's equivalent to what their culture appropriated to be an insult, an inappropriate language, a way of speaking that was like, oh, use your words. That's not nice. That's not but good. But did you hear what he said? <laughs> what he was talking about was church, the black church culture and how people make judgments, but they yes. refuse to take the wood out their eye. That's Matthew. In the book right. of Matthew, Jesus is like, listen, before you start judging other people, make sure you deal with your stuff first. And once you deal exactly. with your stuff first, then maybe you can talk which, to somebody about something. Right. Which goes back to, I yeah. remember a while ago, we had a conversation about gospel and the show Sunday Best. Mm-hmm. When I told you, at first I was into it, you know, because I love to hear people sing yeah. and praise. You know, gospel is my favorite genre. Yes. So, and... As I was watching it and looking at these people that I looked up to in gospel, Yolanda Adams, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Donnie McClurk, Kim Burrell, and Kim Burrell all yep. these people, and they were nasty people, mm-hmm. and they were judging these people, and I just feel like praising God should never be judged. God mm-hmm. never said, praise me on key. He said, praise me. <laughs> So, but you have to look at it from both sides. You have to look at it if a person really wants to sing and praise God, why you got to do it on TV and be judged by these people? Exactly. But and that's why we'll talk point. about that next week, ladies next and gentlemen. Because we ain't going to give you two minutes tonight. <laughs> we want them to come back. That's how we talking up in here. Y'all thought we was going to be ratchet because we had some ratchet topics. But in, in actuality, each and every one of us are sound-minded people. You can follow me at sheisnewday.com. That's 
New Day spelled as N-U-D-A-I. So that's she is N-U-D-A-I.com. You can check out Outrageous Thoughts and Questions.com. Outrageous is spelled O-U-T-R-A-G-U-S Thoughts A-N-D Questions.com. You can check out Stylist at T-O s-t-y-l-i-s.com and of course creative bully thank you for joining us you can check him out at creativebully.com all of our social medias our handles check us out join us on tuesdays we thank you all for joining and everyone have a good night anyone have last words before we get out of here i do um, some dudes stole Creative Bully, so it's creativebullymedia.com. Ah, cool. So let's spell that out. Creative Bully, like B-U-L-L-Y, mm-hmm. media, dot com. Yeah. All right. Well, I've enjoyed talking with y'all. I enjoyed it, too. It was great. I enjoyed it, too. It was okay. great. Stay woke. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Everyone have a good night. I'll see you next week. Next All right, week. peace, peace, All right. peace. peace. All right.